Welcome, everybody. Yeah. To the kiosk corner. We're in the kiosk corner. At the kiosk corner. We're in the kiosk corner. Breaking it down at the kiosk corner. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chaos Corner podcast. My name's Steve. Yes, yes, my name's Donovan. And we are back with another episode. Um, had a week off last week. Um, it's been very difficult trying to fit the podcast in over the last few weeks, but we should find an air of consistency going forward. Um, and today's episode is a cool one. We are going to be talking about... Uh, basically, um, influenced by or ripped off. Ooh. So, uh, for me, it, this kind of covers... Or art, really. It covers music, it covers films, it covers fine art, um, it covers literature. So you listen to something and you go, okay, that reminds me of something else yep. that came out maybe 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, did that band rip the band off from 20 years ago or, or, were, they just, or, or whatever, were they just yep. influenced by them? Uh, so I think that's going to be the topic for today. Uh, okay. It can be contentious because some people... Real, some people don't even realise that they are influenced by a certain band or a certain yep. writer uh, until That's someone else tells them. Yes. Uh, you had that, didn't you? I've had that loads of times. I've got a few good examples of that, I think, today. Okay. But I think I, I think we need to start with um, a bit of... Do I call it fan mail? Oh, yeah. I feel, uh, yeah, we I feel can call really it pretentious calling it fan we mail. Call I don't it, know. We can call it fan mail. Makes us feel We good. had a fan mail. Yeah. So <laughs> I got a message from someone who has asked to re- be remain nameless and didn't want to come on the podcast because it was a sensitive subject to the family. Um, but it, so if you hear this story and it sounds like something that's happened to you recently, it's purely coincidental and nothing to do with that person. I've just thought that as I was about to say it out loud. Yeah. But um, there's no names I, I, or anything. I don't think these people are going to be listening to this one. And it's talking back to the yeah, art. Yeah. So basically, we talked about in the last episode what is art and what is the value of art. Um, and this lady told me this really cool story where. Her granddad, they used to ground the house. And my granddad used to do this a little as well. He used to sit up, but he would be doing crosswords. Yeah. Uh, she sat, he sat up a table, but he'd sit up on the other side of the dining table in the living room. Everyone else would be on the sofa or on the floor. So he was like looking big, out into the room. And he's looking out into the room. And he always used to just doodle on bits of paper. He was an artist. You know, he used to draw and stuff. Uh, but no one really ever saw what he was drawing. No one really took much notice of what he was drawing. They knew he'd draw some things, obviously. Like, he used to draw horses a lot, she said. Um, but no one took, like, an interest in it. Um, and after he died, the, the uh, one of the daughters had got hold of all the, the papers, of all these different drawings he got, he of which he'd got thousands, yeah. And he'd left a box with her name that he'd left in the will. And anyway, so she's got hold of this box... And in it was all these doodles, and probably, she said, about 70% of them or more were just pictures that he'd sketched of the kids playing in the front room or different the mom, situations, the dad, or different things that were going on in his house over the years. So, he told, so the, she told the story? Yeah, so you could see, like, as they were getting bigger, who they were, and as they were getting older, and he'd drawn literally thousands of them. They're like photographs, aren't they? Yeah. But I, even more... And she says they are works of Personal, art, yeah. but a value to no one other monetary than... Value, monetary value. Monetary yeah. value, a value to no one other than themselves. Mm. But I, I beg to disagree. I, I, think, I think there's people out there that one day in the future 
would probably pay a ridiculous amount of money for that kind of art because that's proper life art, that isn't it? That's like life art over a really long period of time. Yeah. Well, he's telling the story <clears throat> of uh, a snapshot of a life. So everyone's got a family life. Um, there are stories in there that you might not think are interesting because you lived them. Yeah. But if you told someone else in a kind of story setting, they, they might be quite kind of gripped by it. Yeah. Uh, so if you, I think, if each person had <clears throat> their their story in sketches, yeah. I think the the the, the passerby yeah. made stop and go, okay, I'm interested in seeing that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think uh, so. I think it's really cool. I think, like, I love, like, obviously, you know, I work with artists. We've got one of the artists in the room, actually, at the moment. We might introduce her later if she's feeling brave. Um, but everyone, we, we, was ta- we was talking about this. That's why I bring it up. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, when you're putting out social posts, especially if you're trying to be in the limelight of, like, a musician or an actor or a mm-hmm. model, Writer, or whatever yeah. it is that you want to do. Everyone's got a story to tell. Yeah. And I think one of the best ways to sort of build a social brand or, or anything like that is to tell your story, your truth, because if you do that, people relate to it and therefore latch onto it and follow you, not necessarily because of the thing that you're producing. It might not be the music. They might end up liking the music, but the gateway to them coming to your music or your films or whatever it is. They was, feel a connection with you. Was Yes, exactly, yeah. yeah. So I, I really I loved that story from the lady and I thought it was really cool. So I thought I'd share it with everyone. Yeah, so I think it was, it was the last podcast that sparked that, wasn't it? I think she yeah. heard it and then yeah, she it kind of it. got her mind thinking about the kind of monetary versus um, kind of sentimental value of, yeah. of art. You know, um, it's very much in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, because... You can write something or you can paint something or you can write a song that you've never shared with anyone. Um, And I'm sure you've done it. And I think I've done it with my writing. So many Uh, times. And and I've literally probably in the last just couple of weeks with the stuff we've discussed, stuff I've discussed with my brother, artists, Mm -hmm. I could probably think of about 20 or 30 really strong examples of that would fit, that are going to fit perfectly with this this podcast today. Mm. In fact, I think we should get quite early on to it because normally we only leave a bit of time towards the end to talk about the hot topic, but I think today we should, I think we should dive right in with it today. Influence Yeah, I think, because I think this is a big one. Okay. I think this may also cause <laughs> some ruckus on the, on the corner. Well, it, it really depends. What is, are you copying uh, or ripping something off if you don't realise? Do, no. do you have to consciously be doing it? Yeah. Or, or if you're not consciously doing it, if you're subconsciously doing it, are you just influenced by can that I, thing? Can, all right, the, 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 I suppose the best example then from, from, from one I've already discussed with you is, and I find it really hard to know the difference, is I write, um, I do rock stuff, but I also do country stuff, as some people on the corner know. But I wrote a song about four years ago. I'd put four chords together whatever it was five chords wrote the song put it down and i released it Mm -hmm. then someone messaged me saying oh my god this sounds exactly like and the word exactly pricked my ears straight away (laughs) because i was like here we go someone's trying to say i've copied something and they said a track by darius rucker called wagon wheel um and i was like oh i've never heard of darius rucker i've never heard the song wagon wheel i switched it on I literally heard the first tap. 15 seconds of it. I went, this is my song. <laughs> yeah. And he's came out about nine years before. Yeah. And I was like, this is identical. I bet that was frustrating. 
It was really annoying <laughs> to the point where I had to actually strip the song back down and, and change it on the risk that I thought someone might try and do me for copyright, even though I'd never heard the song before. I'd never heard it at all. I'd never even heard of the artist, so I was not in any way, shape or form copying in that instance, but it was so close to his song, mm. other than the fiddles and the violins and all the rest. Of it, I had to take it down straight away. So, okay, like I said to you before... Uh there are only so many chords. Yeah. So eventually... You're going to run out. You're going to... There's going to be some overlap, isn't Unless there? Unless someone creates some new notes. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be some overlap. But, again, you... I've had a few singers in the studio recently who have been inventing some new notes. <laughs> <laughs> Bad ones. <laughs> not, not in a good way. Atonal notes. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but, yeah, so... You, you couldn't... There's no way you'd heard that song. You, you're absolutely certain. Nope. Okay, so no, that that's just an anomaly then, isn't it? Because it was when I day, just first started listening to country, really. So I probably no, I, I had not heard that song. I liked it; it was very good, and I but just it thought, like yours, and I just was like, "Well, great minds think alike." Clearly. <laughs> so then, that wasn't a rip-off, then, was it? But then no. you've got you've got uh, artists that I believe that do it so well and so seamlessly that I just you matter. just have to have a little smirk at it. People like Bruno Mars. Oh, right. oh, you know, God, oh. Like, uh, like he did, James he a, Brown reincarnation? Well, no. For some of You his, hear well, some of his songs, you go, okay. Yeah. Um, you could list the names. Locked Out you? of Heaven. Yeah. Sting and the Police. Yeah. But you can't. It's uh, not copied, but it's he's he's taken. Oh, he's the, took the, the style. guts. He's took, yeah. he's took the He does that really well. Yeah. I mean, and, and he doesn't actually. Um, he doesn't actually try to profess that he doesn't do that, though, either. No, like, like I know when I when I. But he can't be accused of. Because he loves James Brown. Yeah. That's like one of his biggest influences. And when you watch him and you watch him with the, I've seen him live, um, and when he does like when he's got the brass section on and he starts doing the sort of James Brown sort of foot movements and mm -hmm. it's like, well, that is a rip off. That is a direct copy of, um, or you can call it a rip off. I would call it showing tribute to. Yeah. In his yeah. case. Yeah. Because he's artistically good enough to get away with ripping off James Brown and Prince and all the well, rest of them. There isn't, he, there isn't really much funk or soul artists that haven't ripped off James Brown, really. But no. the thing is, that's a skill, Bruno Mars. I think where people like um, Ed Sheeran got into trouble and that song White... Well, uh, with Marvin Gaye. Yeah. The Marvin Gaye song. That was It was the same chords in the same time signature. Yeah. So there's... <laughs> But you know? again, but again, there's just so many songs that you could do that with. I, um, I listened to another podcast actually on this uh, subject on YouTube, and this guy showed um, one song that was done by uh, the Beatles. Um, the the Beatles then later tried to sue someone else for copying their their riff and their melody, mm -hmm. but then someone went back even further. And went, but they, the Beatles originally they, ripped it off from them. These guys, yeah, who never made it or something like that. Yeah, yeah and yeah, it's yeah. like, well, hang on. Yeah. It it's, just seems like when it comes to ripping stuff off, the more money you've got, the more you can get away with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the bigger your profile. Yeah. What was it the other day? Uh, this is bang on that subject. You, you're working with a band. Yeah. And, uh, oh, back, yeah, yeah. You told me back in the day they released a song called Wild Horses. And I said, oh, um, Rolling Stones. You went, no. No, that's a Rolling Stones song. It's one of their most famous songs. Uh, yeah, and they released it in 1971. 
And didn't the Rolling and, and Stones And the band I'm supporting tonight, the Robin 2, mm-hmm. uh, were called the Flying Burrito bit of a, Brothers. Bit of a plug there. Yeah. <laughs> a bit late by the time this goes out, though. I'll have already but, yeah. done it. Um, <clears throat> the Flying Burrito Brothers mm-hmm. released that song in 1969. So I how- still don't know who wrote it. No, probably but, neither. But they wrote that song in 1969. I always thought that that was a Rolling Stones original. Mm. And it's... The thing is, though, the dates didn't Rolling Stones come out within 1971? It was one and 71, so we're like two years apart. But I, I've had a look on Wiki, and there's no mention of that band writing it. Yeah, so <coughs> yeah, so, so there's no men- there's no mention. What are the flying flying burrito brothers? The flying burrito yeah. brothers, possibly yeah. one of the best band names I think I've ever heard. Yeah, there's 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 no, there's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. Uh, there's no credits. There's no credit here written by. It know. just says it's a Rolling Stones song released in 1971. Do you think it so could be? So I don't be, know what's going on there. Do you think it could be that maybe the Rolling Stones were performing it before and then they copied it but released it earlier? Well, I doubt that that would be allowed to happen. No, it can do because uh, a band can write a song uh, and it can be released like what you the old-fashioned white label. So it's not on yeah, general release. Yeah, yeah. So then uh, another band takes it on uh, and starts covering it and it starts building some momentum. So the original band goes back to it and goes, okay. Hang on. Let's release it. Yeah. Because maybe they didn't like it originally. It's confusing when it has stumped me because I've not been able to find yeah. out. I'll tell you what I could do. What? I can just ask them. I'll get you. I'm going to see him. <laughs> I'm going to see him tonight. And I say, so I yeah. can just ask him. Who just, bloody wrote that song? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, do it. I'm going to. Uh, I will also, let you know the answer on next week's podcast. Also, uh, you know, when you said um, you'd never heard, you got a lot of people saying um, you're obviously a big fan um, of that song. What was the song again? The, the Your song that sounded like the other song. Oh, yeah, Darius Rucker, uh, yeah, yeah, Wagon yeah. Wheel. And yeah, you yeah. never heard of him. Yeah, never. I, <clears throat> I had the same thing with the book I wrote, Chaos Engine. Oh. I had someone come back to me and say... Um, oh, this is just like... Yeah, that's the beginning of a sentence. You yeah. don't want to hear it when you've done something original. Oh, um, that's just like... Yeah, Michael Marshall Smith, his name is the author, is yeah. um, sci-fi writer. Um, I know of his work. I know there's a the book called Spares that like won awards, yeah. uh, but I've never read it. Yeah. So when more than two people said, uh, I need to... I'm going to go and have a delve yeah. there and see because... Again, I can't be copying him because I haven't read any of his, his work. Stuff. Yeah, it's it's so hard. I just don't understand. You can't when everything has been done like a, th- a million times over now. Mm. How, it's a, it's so difficult to come up with new stuff. I mean, I was just talking about Netflix series. Yeah. So, um, like, I've watched The Witcher recently, which mm. is a sp- obviously from an original set of books, but the story in itself has been done a thousand times. You mm-hmm. know, it's it, it the story's been done. Yeah, I, I mean it was good, but you know it's been done a thousand times. But then I've watched like Lost in Space. Now that to me feels really original, but I don't know how many sci-fi films. It's an old sixty shows. Yeah, it? I don't Lost know. Yeah, but it, it feels original the way they've done it, the way the production's done, and everything else. But I know full well that that same story has been done, mm. I know a hundred times over. But so I suppose the art is not in trying to invent something new always. It's it's trying to be able to take something that's already successful and, and turn s- it into something new. And go in a different direction with it. <clears throat> yeah. It made me laugh when you said uh, you was a bit frustrated by the fact that you're going to be maybe accused of ripping that song off. Yeah. Because um, you know the theme of my writing. It's kind of yeah, London-based. Yeah. It's to do with yeah. um, a power source. It's to do with a lot of other things. Do yeah. you mean... Um, 
<laughs> and there's an advert that came out. Uh, it's a Sky original, and it's called Cobra. Right. And I looked at the advert, and I looked at Donna. She went, oh. <laughs> it was London. All the lights have gone off. The power's gone. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> someone's beat, someone's the, beat you to There's craziness going on in the streets. And I was like, <laughs> no. I was like, I'm already public, it's all right, it's okay. Yeah, it's I, can, a, I can show him the dates. It's already out, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know, I don't know if it's exactly. But, well, it's you know. like my brother, um, my brother, who's a photographer by trade um, and Photoshop wizard, mm-hmm. he's come up with this new story that he's yeah. been uh, talking to you about because yeah. he might want some help writing. In fact, he sent me the first two chapters as he sent it you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's never written anything before, but he's come up with this idea... Um, that's very complex, but he's also have you heard his latest? He's come up with an, a, another twist now. To he's actually like wrote in his he, head. He's pretty much sent me the whole piece, like three series worth. Yeah, yeah, he sent me the whole piece. He's got a vision of this becoming like a big yeah. Netflix series. I think. Well, I think he wants to make it as novel. But what made me laugh? A about, novel first. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I put something out in the corner the other day, and I found this picture. Uh, it was from Halloween, and it's one of the um, where uh, Michael Myers is uh, is 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 kind of stalking. Um, the, the main character, yeah, and she looks out the window, and he's like, "You can see her. You can see, you can see her through the washing," and he's just staring up. And I put something <laughs> out on the corner to say, "This is me a week after sending a free copy of my work to a friend." <laughs> you ready? <yet? laughs> But the thing is, when my you, your brother chased me the other day and said, "Oh, have you had any chance of uh, having a look at the uh, work?" I said, you? "You realise you're turning into me, don't you?" And yeah. sending that picture of Michael Myers stalking—that's <laughs> <laughs> a that's a writer's problem. But he knows now. I said, true. "Welcome to the world of novel writing." And I can tell you that Donovan does do that. <laughs> I do. I, I'm the worst. I'm, I do. I'm just terrible. I wish I could read more. I can read. I can you though? No, I, <laughs> I can. I just really, really just. Don't know why. I can't. My brain's like my brain switches off from it. I can't. You don't enjoy it. I don't. Enjoy, I don't know. That's why. Audio books. Yeah, I could listen to an audio book. No problem. Um, but yeah. So the, a, a couple more examples. I'm um, I'm working with some sort of serious sort of songwriting professionals and artists at the moment. And and one of the things that was really cool it was they were working on a track. I can't say too much because it's an album that's unreleased. Uh, but they're working on a track the other day, and these guys are old school rock, rock band, mm. right? And they um, they were working on this track. They got like they changed the drum groove to it, which gave the song a totally new energy. Uh, they doubled the tempo of the track, but kept the vocal sort of running at the same speed, mm. which kind of gave it another new element. And he was, but they were really struggling with the bass line. There was like, I don't know what kind of bass line this should be, and then he just went, oh. I've got it. And then he jumps onto um, Apple Music and other streaming platforms are available. And he... Um, we don't We don't have Let's to say that. Them. We don't have to say that, do we? We're not, B- know, We're not BBC. Um, so he, he jumps onto Apple Music and he, he pulls up a song by Paramore, which I'm really confused at because I'm like, well, Paramore, nothing yeah, this like is, this This band. isn't you. Yeah. And then he, he, he pulls up this song called Good Times or Hard Times. I think it's Hard Times. Um, and then we just listen to the bass line to that and and it was just like was that the and at first I'm listening do, 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 yeah, yeah I'm listening to it and I'm like how's that gonna, gonna go fit, with yeah. this song and then obviously he just took the influence from it he didn't copy it because it was totally in a different key mm-hmm. different chords but the feel was he kind of copied mm-hmm. and then when he put that down I was like 
Oh, man. And that's why you're one of the best, because you can hear that from out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, I was like, how would you have put that song? I would never have connected that song to this song. Like, And and when he put that down on the track Mm. with that bass line, it was like, oh, this is just a totally different track now. You've just took this from being like, what was a track they were potentially going to scrap like 10 minutes ago to being like one of the best on the album. The strongest, yeah. And I like also what you said, um, and this is totally in keeping, I believe, um, he gave a timing, um, he gave a timing estimate of how long it was going to take to put down an album. You went, what? That's impossible. Yeah. And then what did he do? He sent you away and said, give me a list of, what was it? He said, give me a list. And I thought this is just He he said, give me a list of uh, eight to 10 songs. And how long was the time frame? Sorry. Like within like eight to 10 weeks, we'll have album written, demos done, and then a full production album done within 10 months. And you were like, (laughs) I was like, nah, that ain't happening. And he was like, so what he did was he he told me, and this is some advice maybe for songwriters. Yeah. uh, Because I've done this now and now I've done it. I really helped. So what we've done is, is like just to speed up the process a little bit is he said, take 10 songs that you would like to make in the same vein. To as, emulate. Yeah. yeah, to emulate. So find songs that you think sound awesome that we could do something similar to, not a copy of, mm. that will give us the starting blocks of a track right away. He said, make three or four of them slower, maybe a couple of ballads, uh, types mm-hmm. in there and then make the rest sort of upbeat find one or two aggressive ones so mm-hmm. we've got a good mix across the whole album so I did that and then when I, I put the list down of these songs I was like thinking my yeah. this is some mixtape yeah, like, first it. of all this <laughs> is amazing so that, but then even before I'd sent them to him I then started getting song ideas mm. I was like oh okay well what about I had a song that I'd done before and I thought well what about if I just change from like major to minor mm. and then change the key you know detune the guitar to a different key and then I play it in this way that's quite similar to this song but it's you know it sounds completely different still and I did that and I'd already got pre-written lyrics to it and I was like shit that's song one done Mm. yeah so it was influenced by that song yeah definitely not a copy because it sounds nothing like it but I think being influenced by stuff or taking another piece of work, there's nothing wrong with that at all. And I think, well, those, that is what I think some, art, some artists do get precious about it, though. And, and you question them and you go, well, you say it's original and you say you're trying to do something new. But when I listen to your music, I immediately think of this track, this track or this track. So you clearly have been influenced by it at everyone, some point. Everyone, if if you say that if you as an you're artist you're not influenced by someone, you're lying. And you because it's a it's, stick up your ass. Yeah. It's impossible not to be influenced by something else. Yeah. If you weren't influenced by anyone or anything, you wouldn't be an artist in the first place. No. Because you have to have an influence to make you want to say, I want to do that. It's like I in saw the first place. I saw a kid not long back who was dancing and he was dancing just like Michael Jackson. Uh, he was dead young, he's probably about eight or nine years old. Um and he was just just like Michael Jackson. And I says, oh, you look like MJ when you move like that. And he went, he was like, who? What's an MJ? Who's, who's MJ? <laughs> I said, Michael Jackson. And he was like, oh, yeah, I've heard of him. Heard of him. This right. historical figure. <laughs> Hi. And I says, well, they're all his moves. And he went, no, 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 this is Chris Brown's moves. Mm-hmm. And I went, the, who, Chris who Brown stole him? from Michael Jackson. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, who Michael he, Jackson stole from Jackie Wilson yeah, and yeah, James it, Brown. <laughs> exactly. So it's like... So. It's like who they stole from maybe someone they saw in a gospel church somewhere. Do you know what I mean? It's, so it's great, and, and and I love the fact that it's like 
these things are getting passed through the generations, but the kids don't even realise where they've come from. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've done it... But again, it's Michael Jackson's to, not the originator either. But it's happening to us now. Yeah. Listen to the charts now. How many 90s tracks at the minute are getting resampled? Yeah, of course. Yeah, cool. Like, and I'm thinking like, oh, what a tune! And then they go, oh, that was sampled from this track 30 years ago. And then I go, oh, that's why I like it because I'm old. <laughs> that's the thing, though. So yeah, so now we're emulating the 90s, uh, and in the kind of late 90s, and, we just go and back noughties, and they're emulating just, the 80s. The 90s was 30 years ago. No, 1990. 1990, 1990 was, 30 was 30 years ago. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Did you see that photo of Arsene Wenger with signing Theo Walcott? On the BBC, I've match seen of the, the day picture before. On the match of the day, yeah, it's like he's <laughs> adopted saying, him, isn't it? <laughs> who, who, who else has seen this picture? And now feels really old. Yeah. Oh, god, that's horrible. Because he's like near retirement age. Yeah, he's thirty. <laughs> so <laughs> we're all gonna die. Uh, yeah, oh. that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice cheery subject. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. So yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm totally. I, you're I rambling. Think, I think um, influence is good. I don't think I know of too many artists that are just blatantly copying people. Okay, well, I've got... <laughs> oh, you've got a couple, have you? No, I've just got... There's uh, definitely films. Films... I was just about old. to go to films. I mean, and we're not talking remakes, because that no, no. actually is copying. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're not talking remakes, but, like, there's there's tons of films that you've just gone, but that is just that film. Yeah. With different people in it. <laughs> so... It happens all the time. I just wanted to start, like, if we're going to move on to uh, kind of like films and how like yeah, emulation and stuff like that so I've got a little bit of a quiz for you in a bit oh okay but I wanted to start with one that I thought was just oh. pre- was just brilliant so if it's gonna if you're gonna be, remember how bad I am at remembering no 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 names. no, no. you don't need to remember anything no you don't okay it's just I was looking up kind of films that have ripped off other films yeah and I thought this one it just it kind of just went another way it just kind of took it and just went with it <laughs> so it's a Filipino <laughs> film from 1965 okay right uh, and you could tell that there may there may be an arguments of you know one you know one one writer was a big fan of James Bond right and another writer was a big fan of Batman <clears throat> so the original incarnation of Batman. <laughs> so uh, they got the heads together uh, and released a movie. You can actually download. You can actually see it online. Yeah, it's called James Batman. <laughs> 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 they thought, you know what? We ain't got time for this. Let's not mess around. We can join forces here. <laughs> look it up. Look it up, corner. The film exists. It's from 1965, and it's called James Batman. <laughs> And I think it follows the story of that, like James Bond is in it, a Filipino version of James Bond with a suited, all suited, and a, uh, a Filipino version of Batman. You need to see it. It has, it has to be seen to be believed. So, yeah, just a little plug there. Uh, an old, lesser-known film, James Batman. Check it out. I've just got a little... <laughs> Attempted all, they? Nope. It's just like, nope, nope. Oh. We like James Bond. <laughs> we like Batman. What should we call this movie? It, it writes itself, to be honest. It writes itself. So, anyway, <laughs> so that is uh, maybe an example of bad ripping off. Wrong, sorry. It's probably, uh, it's probably an example of bad ripping off, I would say. That is that the one. worst. <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh, I've got to watch it though. No. It's brilliant. How'd you get it? 
You need to put a link somewhere on the corner for that. We need to see, man. You just need to look it up. Do it now. Uh, James Batman. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, so, movies. You're tapping away on the... Uh, uh, trying uh, to find James Batman now. So, oh, my God. Uh, it's, it is. And you need to look at some of the pictures. Part one, 23 minutes long. Part oh, all, all the way to part four. Oh, God. They're all on YouTube, guys. Everyone go find it. I will be watching. I will be binge watching those. Yeah, yeah. We have to have a Jay... Uh, a James Batman a thon uh, oh my so. god it's even got Robin in it has it there's even a person in there that looks like Robin <laughs> how much does he look like Robin <laughs> like he's wearing the same costume okay so so that's a so that's an idea of you know <sighs> uh, that is my... bad ripping off um, it's, it's it's not good it's not good, but it's 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 brilliant to look. Would at. you not say that was not necessarily ripped off, but heavily influenced by? <laughs> Steve, it's called James Batman. <laughs> they haven't even they haven't even changed any of the names. <laughs> they just squashed two films together. I, I love that. Yeah, I thought you might like that. I so absolutely give me love some that. of your examples that if you've watched something uh, and you thought, okay, that is. I just think they haven't called it the same I, thing. I, I don't, I'm going to go with genres. I'm going to pick on two specific genres more than anything: horrors mm-hmm. and action movies. Do you do you mean do you mean remakes though, or do you no, mean, I mean they just, called it something I mean, different, but like, it's the same premise? I just mean like re, just just the same films. I mean, the, the the like let's take Rocky for example. There's been a, there's just been hundreds of films since like boxing movies mm-hmm. that have just been almost identical. To the original Rocky movies, yeah. Um, the only one that I've seen in recent years that was any diff- that was different, and I felt was just brilliant, was Warrior, the one um, with the, about the UFC fighters. Yes, yeah, that was brilliant. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely brilliant. But again, it had still got that underdog story. Mm-hmm. It's still a copycat it's story. It's a story line. people it, like, though. Yeah, it's, it's a story people like. But it was, a nice, it, it was nice how they did it with that one. It was like an ex-army guy who'd mm. fled the army, etc. So it was a little bit different with his story. Yeah. Um, but again, it, it, it's still got some of the same elements. So you've got those. And horrors, I mean, you take... They're all uh, the same, similar premises, aren't they? Jimmy? Well, you take Insidious, um, for example, and then you go back to the old sort of like Poltergeist movies and <laughs> things like that. They're just sinister. The sinister, sinister, yeah, sinister yeah, yeah, yeah. It's made by the same people. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the sinister and Insidious might as well just be the same franchise. Uh, yeah, it yeah. may as well. I be. think it's just made by the same people. Yeah, but then you do occasionally get some really cool originals. Like I, I loved when uh, the film Sixth Sense, yeah, came out. That yeah. was that film messed my head up for about three months. <laughs> Couldn't sleep properly. It it's a good weird. One. Yeah, it is a good. Because it wasn't even that scary. It's just one of them. It that stays with you. Get you afterwards. Yeah, like, it's yeah, the, yeah. yeah, it's a twist, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, little. Just to end this, I think end yeah. this off. A little quiz for you. Go on. So uh, you oh. have to tell me um, what this film is ripping off, just by the title of it. Oh God, go on. Okay. James Batman. <laughs> little Panda Fighter. <laughs> 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 this is a this is a genuine movie that Kung was really Fu, Kung Fu Panda. Ding. Yay. Okay. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna have to put some sound effects in. <laughs> uh, this, this is. <laughs> Hang on, just read it again. Little what? Fighting. <laughs> little fighting what? Koala. Uh, a little panda fighter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. How so next they, one. How have they just not been slammed okay. by copyright? This next one. This is a tricky one. It's oh. a hedge scratcher. Uh, Transmorphers. <laughs> Come on! I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, is it Transformers? Ding! Hey, hey. Uh, 
Alien versus Hunter. What? Alien versus Predator. Yes. For the, that's this is for the. That, uh, that was like almost the same title exactly. Okay. The? Let's find, a, find another good one. Okay, here we go. Ah, brilliant. And this is this is the title of the movie. <laughs> What's up? Question mark. Yeah. Balloon to the rescue. No. No. Come on, that's up the movie. No, shut up. I'm just showing him now. I'm not sure what country... The the film is called What's Up? Balloon to the Rescue. (laughs) And what is it? It's up. Yeah. Yeah. Ding! Okay. Little Panda Fire. No, sorry, here we go. I've noticed how I know all the kids' films. I know, yeah. If he was doing this on adult movies, I mean, I mean, like, I mean, <laughs> not as that in, kind of adult not, movies. Not like adult, not like Harry Potter and the. Oh, well, we're, no, anyway. we won't go there. Okay, so we've got uh, just a couple more just to finish up. Metal Man. <laughs> you got to see the picture as well. Yeah, you look this up, guys. You got to see the picture as well. Oh, come off it! It's a twelve-year-old in a suit. Metal Man. Metal Man. Is that one Iron Man by any chance? It is, it is. They haven't even, they haven't even bothered oh, with this one. Tell me you've got a couple more. They haven't even bothered with this one. Almighty Thor, so there's no... Wow. We know what that is. Ah, here we go. Here's a clever one. They okay. use their brains with this one. Okay. Every part of their brains. <laughs> Atlantic Rim. Oh. Oh, Pacific. Do you ever <laughs> different ocean? You can't you can't do anything. It's a different ocean. Atlantic Pacific, they're two different oceans, two different bodies of water. <laughs> that's that's fabulous. I love oh that one. Oh my god. Okay, and just to finish off, just uh, to finish off. That was a good one though. Yeah. That was alright. Took me a second different, to get that one. Different water? Yeah. It's different water. Yeah. Right, last one. New story altogether. I've got to pronounce this properly. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Quatermain. And the Temple of Skulls. Alan, what? Alan Quatermain. <laughs> it doesn't, so, doesn't roll so, off the tongue like Indiana Jones, does yeah, it? Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, you got it right. Indiana Jones. Alan Quatermain. <laughs> And the temple of what? Skulls. Yeah, so there you go. So there are some bad examples of shameless ripping off. Okay, so influence ripped off or totally unaware. Yeah. Okay. Subconsciously influenced or ripped off. I've got another example. Okay. I want to talk about because this one actually frustrated me for a really long time. So when I was with my old band, um, we used to sing, we used to play everything in a particular key. Um, and as a result, it meant me being in the sort of higher end of my register of my voice. Now, when I do that, I sound quite a bit like a singer called Miles Kennedy, mm-hmm. who at the time, when I was in the band, I'd never heard of. I genuinely never heard of him because I didn't listen to him. I loved heavy rock and mm-hmm. I love classic rock and I love rock. I'd never listened to metal, really, yeah. at that point. And everyone used to come up to me and go, oh, you sound a bit like Miles Kennedy. And then when I sing lower, people are like, oh, you sound a bit, you sound a lot like Chris Cornell. And I still get that to this day. Mm-hmm. I'm less bothered by it now than I was back then yeah, because yeah. I know who those two people are and I know that that's kind of a compliment. So, and you love Chris Cornell. But at first, I was like, Miles, every gig I do, like everyone's saying I sound like this Miles Kennedy guy, so I'm going to look him up. Um, I found him in the band Alterbridge. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. But. I'm not copying him, mm. but then I had someone comment on my on one of our YouTube videos going, "Why is this guy copying Miles Kennedy?" You're always going to get that. And right? I was just like, 
really annoys me because yeah. it's like I didn't know who the per- who Miles Kennedy was until six weeks ago, like, until I started the band. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So yeah, it was like just one of them. I just happened to have a voice that sounds quite similar to him, mm-hmm. and it was just it actually really annoyed me for ages, and that's why I actually took a detour into country a little bit. Yeah. Because I was like, I need to get away from this Miles Kennedy thing. It's really pissing me off now. Yeah. Uh, and I just need to be me. I just want to sound like me. Mm. So I start doing it, and then everyone starts telling me I sound like Luke Combs. Then I become a great Luke Combs fan, and then I start covering his stuff, which didn't help. Um, <laughs> oh, so you work off in that See, Miles we, Kennedy? Uh, no, I wasn't. I, 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 did, I did take a lot of influence from Luke Combs, his songwriting though, um, mm. style and singing style, because he sings, again, in similar style. But I think what I did this time... And now I'm going back to my heavy rock roots with my new material I'm working on. Is I don't care now. Yeah. I kind of just realised that okay, I sound a bit like this artist and I sound a bit like this artist and I've got amalgamation of the two. That is a new voice to me. Yeah. That's a new voice. It's somewhat different. I I sound like a bit of both when I go into different registers. Yeah. But ultimately it creates one new voice. And I think once I got that into my head, I became less bothered about it. Yeah. I started running with it. And now, as a result, it's paying off because yeah. now I'm doing good things with yeah, my music. So again, if you get kind of, I think they call it oh, trolling now, if you get that, it's, it's that kind of playground bully thing. So if you respond and go, no, 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 they'll go, ah, and they'll Whatever. say even louder. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So there's no point it's, sometimes. It's, but it is annoying, though, because what, you know, you're trying to be original. And if someone went, you've copied his lyrics or something, and then I had a line in the song that was like identical to a line of his, like the Darius Rucker example earlier, mm. I'd be like, okay, I get it. It sounds exactly like the song. Yeah. But I listen to them voices, and I'm thinking, well, I don't sound exactly like them. I just sound a bit like them, like yeah. in my head. But then I literally do a hundred shows, and like every single show, someone says it. It's like, well, I must sound a lot more like him than I think. Than you do, can hear, yeah. Than I can hear, and then, and that that starts playing on your mind. Then you're like. Yeah, should I adapt and change? But I don't think you should. That's no. the thing. If it feels natural. No. I think when I write my own material now, I sound more original because I've started writing in a key I think that is more comfortable to me and therefore You're writing I, for I'm, yourself, I'm yeah. writing for myself more. So I'm not sounding like anyone now. Yeah. And I actually try, although I do <clears> put the occasional cover out, I do less covers than I've ever done Yeah. for that reason because I find that I am one of these kind of singers that will lean towards that person's singing style when doing a cover, which becomes more parrot fashion than an actual sort of an interpretation of it. So so when I do do a cover now, I do try to change the track up completely if I can, or I'll do an acoustic version of a really heavy song or vice versa. Yeah. It's the only way to keep it somewhat original. And there's nothing wrong with taking traits as well, um, because obviously with writing you advise to, there's certain kind of um, formulas that you use to let's say the first kind of couple of sentences yeah. uh, of any book should really kind of capture your attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should be kind of something. Once upon a time. <laughs> Imagine if you own the copyright to that sentence. <laughs> You'd be all right then, wouldn't you? Wow. But it should be something that is is so uh, maybe kind of a contradiction. Yeah. Generally, something that you know, something that you go, what? Yeah. And that should be hooking yeah, you. And they, they, use, yeah. they use the same thing uh, in kind of uh, series. Yeah. Um, I talked to you about The Outsider. Yeah. Uh, it's an adaptation of a Stephen King novel. Yeah. Uh, so it starts off with a with a, with a a gruesome child murder, like a lot of Stephen King novels. Yeah. Um, and they have this person banged to rights. They've got him on CCTV. They've got him covered with blood. They've got his, um, his fingerprints all over the body and the van. So they bring him in uh, and they think they've got him. 
But then, at the exactly the same time, there is footage of him at a conference across the country. Yeah. Uh, so they've got him on two different CCTV cameras. It's exactly the same bloke. Yeah. At the same time. What do you do with that? Yeah. Because, and he has witnesses to prove that he was at this conference. Yeah. But he's been seen and his fingerprints are all over the van and over this kid's body. Yeah. In another place at the same time. Yeah. And that makes you go, for me, that makes you go, oh, mm. what the hell's going on there? Yeah. And that's what a book should do. And that's what I think Stephen King, because he's adapted from the book. Yeah. I'm not copying Stephen King by doing, using that kind of technique, but you're using influence. And he would have, Stephen King would have been influenced by someone else to do that, you know, and different plot points. Yeah. So that's not copying. That's using a technique that someone else is using that works. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you can do, you can, you can kind of adapt that to writing, uh, singing, even fine art. Do you mean techniques? Mm-hmm. And that's not copy. No. So no, absolutely not. But yeah, I think the whole I think the whole subject is pretty. Co- I mean, we could we could literally go on forever, forever talking about this <laughs> one. I think but. yeah, but I think the 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 main summary from it. I, I don't actually genuinely think there's all that many that do in the mainstream copy directly. But I do think we well, get caught like that. These but days, there so. are people that are quite clever at taking something and twisting it and turning it on his head which the Bruno Mars effect yeah again which the, there is literally nothing wrong with no it's a skill in itself yeah it is yeah so yeah I, I yeah I don't know I don't know what else to say on that one I just feel like that's me uh, I think me yeah so I think that the, the, the high end of it my opinion on the, it the high skill end of it is yeah. someone like Bruno Mars Scorsese um, no, what's, what's his name movie director I do this every time <laughs> We talked about in Kill Bill, um, Tarantino. Tarantino, yeah. yeah. Tarantino openly admits that he still scenes from uh, from from old movies movies and he's not kind of, uh, he's not secretive about that. No. Uh, But again, it's different actors. It's a different time of day. It's a different city. Yeah. But he stole the scene. Yeah. Uh, Again, I don't think there's anything wrong with that particularly. Yeah. Uh, So that's the high end of it. And I guess the low end of it is James Batman, I guess. James Batman, absolutely. That's that's the very low end of it. So, so in conclusion... Mm -hmm. I think we're saying that influence and copying styles too, is 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 absolutely okay. Yeah, emulation. I think emulation. Is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is influence okay. and influence is it's not it's it's a reactive thing. Yeah, uh, it's something that you can't really control who you're influenced by. Absolutely, but it comes out. Yeah, uh, copying not so much, but I don't think you can get away with it these days anyway. No, because so. like you say, they'll come down on you like a ton of bricks now yeah. as soon as you do something like that. Let us know in the corner. What everyone else thinks as as their movies that stand out to you as being just outright copycats or films or songs or whatever because this could be quite an interesting list of uh, of songs. Have you got any that are as good as Donovan's <laughs> copycat movie titles? If you have, Little Panda uh, Fighter. please make sure you share them because the they really made me chuckle. Um, I'm going to go and try and check them all out and see whether the, any of them are any good. Might yep. be better than the originals, you never know. I'm very much doubt it, but we can check it out. <laughs> James Batman has to be brilliant. It just has to be. Oh, it's in black and white as well, I noticed. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm really looking forward to checking some of those crazy copycat title movies out. Um, but let us know in the corner what you guys think. That's, that's it from us today. Catch you on the corner. Welcome, everybody. Yeah. To the kiosk corner <laughs> the kiosk corner uh, At the kiosk corner We're at the kiosk corner uh, Breaking it down at the kiosk corner <laughs>